Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus and transform Hoxton. So much for that wonderful reading together. A very good morning to you all. I seem to never get the volume quite right on this microphone, so sorry for deafening any of you. My name is Rachel. For those of you we haven't yet met, I'm Associate Vicar here at St John's. And if you're new, that's great, because so am I. I've been here about six weeks, so I hope we'll get to know each other more over the weeks and months ahead. So as you may have already gathered, today is a praise party. And praise is about saying how wonderful something is or somebody is. And so we are praising God today simply for who he is. And you've already had a little bit of a warm-up, I think, with a bit of movement around, especially with going round and round for the lighthouse. I felt a bit lightheaded after that. Um, But if you will humour me a bit further, I wonder if anyone has heard of the Jerusalem Dance Challenge. If you have, can you wave your hand at me? Excellent. Now you're going to regret that. (laughs) Of any of those people who've waved their hand at me, would you be happy to come up on stage and join me in some of the dance routine? But there's going to be no get out because I'm going to invite everybody else to join me in standing. And we're going to be dancing with some nuns this morning who took part also in the Jerusalem Dance Challenge. And for those of you who haven't heard about it, Jerusalem is a South African gospel song and it's a a gospel prayer of longing for the heavenly Jerusalem. Whereas Christians, we're told that in the Bible, that is where we will live and work and dance with God forever. So everybody, if you're able, please on your feet, and those who'd like to come and join me on the stage, because you're going to do a far better job than kind of doing these dance moves, because I go the opposite direction to the way that everybody else is meant to be going. Um, So yeah, if you can join me on the stage. Excellent. And it's kind of got a line dancing sort of style to it, so you kind of... Join in with as much or as little of it as you can. Um, For those sitting down, there's some arm actions that you can get involved in or just clap along. So our tech team, Seth at the back, can we have a Jerusalemer, please? And please, can you mute me for this? Jerusalem, I 
And I, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but yesterday I was practicing with my mother-in-law and she's in her 60s in the kitchen. And I said, oh, that's a really good workout. And I was like, are you out of breath? No. <laughs> so if we move on to the next slide, please, Seth. These are some of the lyrics to the song that we've just been dancing to. So you'll see the words um, in English on the right. And the words of this song speak about our ultimate home and belonging as Christians being with God. My place is not here. My kingdom is not here. And the Bible reading we heard, read beautifully for us this morning by some of our young people, speaks about King David, the Israelite king, recognising that even though he was a really powerful king, he was nothing compared to God and God's kingdom. In the Old Testament, God's presence with his people was symbolised by the ark, and that's the image you can see on the screen, um, of a sort of replica of what it would have looked like. And inside the ark were the Ten Commandments, a jar of manna, which God miraculously fed his people in the desert for 40 years on and also Aaron's priestly rod, which again miraculously budded in the desert, blossoming almonds to symbolise that God had chosen Aaron as that priestly line. So it was a really important object to the Israelites, a symbol of God's presence with them. And this ark had been captured by Israel's enemies, the Philistines. So Israel had been without this symbol of God's presence with them for a long time, about 20 years actually. And if you want to read more about that, you can um, have a read of it in 1 Samuel chapter 5 to chapter 7 verse 2. And in our Bible reading, we kind of come in at the end of that story where we've kind of come to the good news end of the story, where the ark has finally made its way back after a few twists and turns to God's people. And David is leading a joyful praise party, essentially like what we've been doing this morning, to celebrate the symbol of God's presence returning to his people. And as you can see, this is an artist's depiction of King David busting a move. And he might look a bit foolish to us, but King David didn't care about that. So there's kind of no excuses for us. And I am the first to put my hand up and say, yep, kind of, I'm like, oh, who's looking? <laughs> I, I don't want to look an idiot. Um, but... David didn't care what people thought about a middle-aged man dancing around in his swimming trunks because he was so excited about the ark of God finally returning home to Jerusalem 
to God's resting place, God's chosen city in the Old Testament. And actually, if we think about that, that song that we were dancing to this morning, speaking of the heavenly Jerusalem, that was paving the way, the Old Testament Jerusalem, for what, as Christians, we believe will be the final place of God being with his people in the new Jerusalem, that city where we will be with God. And that is our hope that we look forward to. And so David didn't care about what other people thought. He was like, no, I'm praising God because he's done wonderful things. For 20 years, we've been out without his presence. And some of us might feel a bit like that at the start of this season, like we've kind of been without God's presence over the last 18 months or so. Because church, in some ways, the physical building is a place that helps us often connect to God, connect to his presence when we gather together. Um, and, and perhaps we might be feeling that something is shifting at this start of a new school year, or perhaps the start of a new ministry, or a new job, or a new phase in our life. There are lots of new beginnings happening at the moment. And we may be feeling like King David and really excited at this new start. And so we want to praise God. We want to give God thanks simply for who he is and what he's done. But at the same time, praise can be difficult when you're not feeling like praising. In fact, you're as far away from that place or feeling like being in that place as you can. And maybe we're feeling like we wish we had a new beginning. We feel that we wish things would change and we're feeling afraid and anxious this morning, this morning or even nervous or sad. And perhaps we can resonate a bit with David's wife, Michael, who looked out at David's exuberant praise and was like, what is he doing? He's humiliating himself. He's king over all of these people and he's dancing around in his boxer shorts. Who does he think he is? Like, <laughs> But David goes to her and says, no, I'm, God is the one worthy of praise. You need to see that. But however we're feeling, praise isn't about summoning up some kind of emotion. It's about declaring who God is. And we can do that even when we don't feel like it. And even when everything else looks bleak, we can still say that God is good. And that is an act of praise in itself. So don't worry if you're not full of energy. Don't worry if you're feeling tired and weary and you're not feeling like busting a move this morning. That's okay. Just saying, God, I need you. God, you are good, is an act of praise, an act of trust. So however you are feeling this morning, there is one thing that we can all get excited about. And that is because of Jesus, as God's people gathered here and around the world, 
We no longer need a physical ark to symbolise God's presence with us. If we have said yes to Jesus's invitation, which is open to everyone, to follow him, then his spirit lives within us. And we, were, we are never, ever on our own. We always have God's presence with us. And that, if nothing else, is worth praising God for. So let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you that you chose us even before we ever gave you a second thought. I pray for anybody here this morning who is finding it hard to praise you. For anybody who is feeling sad, weary or down, afraid or anxious. Would they know how much you love them? And at the start of new beginnings, at the start of a new school year, as we feel excited but maybe a bit apprehensive, we pray that whatever is in store for us, the one thing we would hold on to and to know is that we are never on our own. You are with us by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.